Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's the podcast that finds facts, tries to figure out if they are amazing or if they're just utter bilge and nonsense. My name's Dan. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining. I've got three facts for you today. Uh, Something about how a parrot foiled an affair. Also, how bees used to be like incredibly useful back in the day. And we'll have a look at what's really happening in your belly button. We're going down, we're going deep. Connor's here as well. Connor, what have you bought for us? Yes, gents, hello to you. So, three facts today. Redheads, iPhones, and my favourite TV show. I, I dread to think. <laughs> what are your favourite? Is Dora the Explorer back on? Mark's here as well. Mark, what have you got for us? So, this week we're celebrating the day. A fact says, hi-ho. And anyone from the future out there? Oh, we're covering it all, all bases. All bases a go. Let's crack on with a brand new episode of Baffled. Dan, I'm coming straight in, all right? I want to just, I just want to come straight in before you start talking nonsense. It's so good to see you alive, bud. Alive? Well, yeah. I mean, I can see that the <laughs> cliff hasn't quite gone down from the uh, free falling, but you know. Well, I'm assuming this is why you're not in the studio today. So me and Connor are here in the nice studio. You're at home. Is it because? I mean, I can. I'm only going on what I can see on Zoom right here. You have no legs. You have no legs. <laughs> so if you if you're just catching this. Um, last week I announced I was due to do a parachute jump over the weekend, due to do a parachute jump over the weekend. Cause of high winds, I did no jump out of a parachute at the weekend. Oh, you did never happened. Never happened. This is why I'm here. I'm I'm basically as well letting you in behind the curtain. Uh, I am at home doing this recording. I could not make it into the studio. But due to the, sh- the just insane wonder that is Zoom, uh, I can see you all. I'm I, I'm like God because you've positioned the, the camera looking down on you. So it's just like I can well, see. I wanted it. to put so, it in a place so where you metaphorically felt like you were in the room. So I thought looking down on us was the most Dan position I could put it in. It, it's like you're my Sims. That's what's going on here. Uh, so yeah, I couldn't. I didn't do the parachute jump, but it means... My brain is now fully good to go. <laughs> I have not lost anything in the in the pursuit to deliver you facts. That's that um, is good. Are you are you worried you're going to lose some like fact knowledge when you do the jump? Is that is that the worry here? I tell you, I was very pleased. Well, I, it was a bit weird. I was both happy, sad, and doubly sad that it got cancelled because I was happy because at the time it got. I found out the day before I was absolutely bricking it. I, I was sad. Because, you know, I was excited to do it, 
doubly sad because it meant I was just postponing. Yeah, that's more enough. Fear. Yeah, we, you know, we, we, you're going to jump out of a plane. You know, it's, you know you got, you're rambling on here because I was looking out for you, <laughs> but I realised it was a pigeon. A pigeon? Yeah, I was looking in the distance. And I was thinking, is that Dan? You and... thought you could see Dan falling? Yeah, and I was thinking, I was going to give you a wave, maybe you know, snap a picture for the socials, but it was a pigeon. Yeah, probably would have. I don't know if you're making some bad joke. Yeah, there. I feel I'm like not, the I'm pigeon really... probably landed a lot better than that it joke was, did. There's lots of energy around this, Danny. You know, like, it's just a big moment for you then, this 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 jumping out of the plane, Yeah. You're looking forward to it? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited, yeah. Have you got a new date yet? I've, no, I, I actually, that was on my list for today and I've, I've not been able to. Oh, so I need to get, you're I need too to busy get to commuting this. into the studio, are you? Right, let's get on with it then. Nine facts coming your way in more or less the next 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, Mark, you can take it away with the first. You hardly ever give us the first fact. Thank you very much. So, October the 6th, when this episode will go live, is Mad Hatter Day. And the saying, mad as a hatter, originated with 17th century hat makers in France. There we go. Let me give you the background. So, uh, hat makers in France used to use mercury for the hat felt. Now, mercury poisons you. So Mad Hatter disease was born because uh, symptoms included irritability, shyness and tremors, all giving the appearance of you being mad. So Mad as a Hatter dates back to the 17th century. Not wanting to touch on another podcast, but have you ever heard the brilliant S-Town, which was like the new serial that they did a few years ago? So this was, without spoiling too much, Basically, if you've never heard it, it's like seven episodes of this dude, this really eccentric, quirky individual guy. He does all this crazy stuff. And then they drop the bombshell at the end, like a passing comment. Oh, the reason he probably did that was because he had mercury poisoning because he worked in a hat factory for ages. Oh, great. There we go. That's that that done at the end. (laughs) Cheers. Connor, you love your hats. How are you thinking about this? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about it quite a bit, actually. You know, it's so nice to think you can get high off of your hat. It's the same thing. Well, it kind of is, isn't it? You know, like, I don't think you get mercury high. I think you get mercury poisoning. Oh, it's kind of you, you know you probably dead. get a little bit wobbly. Say you want a night out and you want to get a little bit buzzy, buzzy. Whack not, your hat on. Not, a... not a chocolate poison you, but I'm not convinced people do it and go or oh, get a high. It kind of concerns it's me. one for the satirists out there. It would it would be it would be quite concerning, wouldn't it? You know, every time you put on your your hat. You know, you're worried for your health. Well, I don't think they really knew. I think it just kind of happened, and then they sort of found out about it later, love- rather than just going. You know what? Fashion says it's worth it. I love finding I'm just out. Just doing it. I love finding out like where these these sayings come from. So I enjoy this fact. You know, I like these facts. You know, yeah. and it ties in extra what? well because October sixth is Mad Hatter Day. Which yeah, is when this lo- episode goes live. I love how you tied that in. Like when this episode goes live, you know, it's really well, really well delivered. This oh, one, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, thank well you. Well done. If a fashion choice, Connor, could kill you, what would you disregard death threats over to keep wearing? Tight, tight jeans, high socks. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd get rid of boxers to save my life. I'd, you know, I don't really wear them most of the time anyway. Are you um, wearing boxers now? No, but I, I, think I'd, I think I'd struggle with getting rid of um, like, a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a like a tapered chino. <laughs> Connor would die for a tapered so chino. That's the, that's, that's, so- that right there is the, is the title of the podcast. Connor yeah, so fancy. Yeah, Chino. I don't. I'm. T- you might be surprised. I'm not that up to date with fashion lingo. Okay. Shock. What does what does the phrase tapered mean okay. in terms of chinos? So, <clears throat> so tapered. What they do is they they go from the knee of the trouser, 
uh, and they slowly begin to bring that that knee in a little bit until you reach the bottom of the trouser where they raise it. So you've probably heard the jokes that we have in the office about my trousers being so high. It's because it's actually a tapered uh, chino or jean. So they raise them up so you see a bit of sock. Looks great with a van. Why? Is it a van a shoe rather than a van vehicle? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not going to put transits on trans- your feet, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just checking. I'm just checking because it's- when you first said tapered chino, I thought you were talking about coffee. So I'm just making sure no. that I'm following this right. Yeah. <laughs> Why Why do you think they look so... Why are you willing to die for a, a, a trouser that, if anything, doesn't serve its purpose because it's not long? Well, well, as in a trouser in general, it's just that I prefer the tapered kind. I think I would, I would, you know, struggle to not have a trouser. I quite you like don't like it when trousers hit your shoes? Not a fan. I can, well, I I can confirm I can see leg right now. Yeah. There's leg What's showing. There's even leg showing above the sock. High sock, then leg, then the end of the trousers. Which, if my mum was speaking, she'd say, well, you need to buy trousers that are the right size, don't you? Yeah, that's what my mum says, yeah. Yeah, my, my parents always say, oh, your, your trousers have had a divorce with the floor. Mm. Oh, that's that's, oh. that's too much. Yeah. Like, make the joke, fine. At least we understand where your really sense of humour comes from then, Dan. Because I don't really like the long sock thing. I don't like that new fad that's going around at the moment. I don't get the point of it. Dan, based on what you was wearing when we was in the studio last week, mate, I'm just taking no fashion advice well, we've got, from you. We've got dip- well, I'm not giving you fashion advice. I understand that. But maybe you should like different. it. Well, let's bit my fashion sense is colour uniqueness. Yours is mannequin at top. Oh, you call yours colour uniqueness. Oh, OK. I'm glad you call it that. I call it something else, which isn't appropriate for the uh, podcast, but I'm glad <laughs> you call it that. Well, your is the extent of you clothes shopping is you walk down Oxford Street, pop into top man saying, I'll have this. I'll have it all. No, I I'll have all of this. I literally buy the store. What, you know, what's in today? I literally in never today? go to top. I, I can't remember the last time I shopped in Top Man. When they started bringing in tapered jeans. I'll tell you what is. Uh, I'll, tell you, no, I'll tell you what is a 10 out of 10 clothes store. Uniqlo. <laughs> You've mentioned this before. Yeah, if, they, if they're looking for a sponsor. Is <laughs> there <laughs> no, a sponsor? I don't think you're going to sponsor them. I think they might sponsor you. Look, so I'll if, be so like, they're looking for an influencer, I think you mean. I'll be like, look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be like, look, any jeans, any trousers you've got that don't fit, they're a little bit high, send them my way and I'll make them look good. That's my style. But this is the point. They all fit everyone because the fashion is just the trouser length is receding and receding and receding. Yeah. So it's, they always fit everybody. Soon you're going to have budgie smugglers that used to be jeans. No, it, it's all about getting the right taper. That's my opinion. So when you go and buy a tapered trouser and you're going for a, a, a waist and leg size say you're usually a 30 leg in a normal jean that touches the trouser just go for a 30 30 and a taper and what you'll find is that 30 waist is bang on but the jean is slightly raised to give it that tapered look so make sure that sock pops you need a popping sock anyone still listening do you reckon right connor give us your first fact of the podcast redheads aren't actually going extinct haven't we had this before i didn't when... know they were going extinct when uh, a listener gave us this fact. Really? Yeah, a listener gave us this fact. You see, this is the thing. I think, And are... <laughs> you bought it in. I think we are going to repeat facts, because it's difficult to remember all the facts we've done, right? But I mean, I just remembered it. Do you not it keep in... them all? Just you remember it instantly. All on a list? What? Do you not keep them all on a list? Uh, oh, yeah, I, I transcribe every single fact that you two come out with and write them in my notes on the map. You bought no, this fact. No, it's not a question of doing that. It's general admin of just... Look, what you're reading your facts off, it'll be on a Word document, as in you'll have three on the Word document titled Baffle 24. Stick them in a folder before you um, yeah, yeah, I'm saying- come in. Just search redheads. Oh, wait, if, if this kid was here right now, 
No, what I'm saying is, is I don't know the facts that you've said. Yeah, but you said this you one. You said it. Okay, what's the fact then, Dan? Oh, it was so bloody boring. Oh, there we go. See, look, he doesn't really know. Redheads aren't really going to exist, aren't really going extinct. It's a myth that was started. Let me let me have a little look if I've said A this. listener sent it in to you, and you brought it in to the pod. It doesn't... It... Oh, yeah, it says it... Oh, what? This there keeps we go. happening. There I'm, we go. I'm sick of this. I'm actually sick of this. I haven't got it in my notes as a fact that I have done before, so... What do you mean you're sick of it? It's, it's you not doing the work. I love this. I, no, I'm doing the work. I found the fact. I found the information. I re-googled it. I'm really happy with it. I just can't remember doing it before. And well, I, have tell a, you what. I have a list of all my facts, and this isn't in there. Right, I I don't remember it. I don't want to dedicate loads of time over it, because people listening will have heard it before. But I don't remember it, so very, very quickly go over it. Okay, so periodically a rumour started on the internet that says natural redheads will become extinct by the year two... <laughs> Mark's just like... Oh. 2060, okay? Uh, luckily for gingers everywhere, this is a myth. It's true that the gene that causes red hair is recessive, meaning that both parents must have it for their child to have red hair. Because I found this quite interesting. So another friend of mine's ginger... And he's more like, you know, really, really vibrantly ginger. Mark isn't, I don't think. He's like really bright. But I was talking to him about what makes gingers. That was what interested me. Like, does it have to be one brunette, one blonde? Can two blonde parents? No, it's, it's not like paint. It's not like, you know, where you put red paint and blue paint together to make purple. How does it happen? It's not like that. So being ginger means that you have the ginger gene. So ginger gene is what's called a recessive gene. Okay, so basically both parents need to have the ginger gene in order for the kid to be ginger. Can you check? They don't necessarily have to be ginger themselves. They just have to have the gene. Can you check if you got the gene before having the baby? No. Well, I mean, yes, in as much as do you have the hair, you've got the ginger gene, but you may carry the ginger gene even though you're blonde. Because you reckon the ginger gene, the recessive gene doesn't. Your parents don't need to be ginger. They just no, have exactly. The so somewhere. my dad, for example, is ginger or was ginger. He's very grey now. But he was ginger. My mum wasn't, but because she comes from a Scottish family, she's got the ginger gene. So that's just on the recessive side and it's never, uh, you know, her, her, she wasn't ginger. Her parents weren't ginger. But because she has the gene and because my dad has the gene, it means that I got both recessive genes, which make it a gene that means that I've got ginger hair. Because I was thinking like, wouldn't it be deep if, like, you could check if you had the gene and then, like, if you both had the gene, you just sort of split up because you might not well, no, want... Because, no, because then you're playing God, aren't you? Then you're, then you're doing genetic mutations, which, which is, is not something that you want to get into. Mark's, Mark's rapidly scrolling through something right now and uh, I, I think he's trying to find when, I, when this fact happened. Yeah, I, it's the 8th of July 2020. You sent us a screenshot. Uh, from one of our listeners. I don't have them here, but they sent you an Instagram message. Connor, we just listened to this week's episode. I listen every week with my daughter and we got so excited because she is the little Chinese letter person sending in the Corona fact. Also, here's a fact for your buddy, Mark. Even worded exactly the same. Periodically, a rumour starts on the internet that says natural redheads will become extinct by the year 2060. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, this podcast is all about learning. Learning facts and learning self-improvement, right, Connor? Are you going to... Are you going to come up with a system to ensure this does not happen again? Well, this is the thing. I think I need support on the system because I can't remember. <laughs> okay, right, no, Dan, 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 have you've you got, got some huge addiction? No. We don't need to set up anonymous meetings for you. Have, Just get yourself a spreadsheet. Have you got... A, a, that you've got a spreadsheet that has got every single fact I've ever said on this podcast? No way. No way. No, but I would if I continuously... I don't continuously... Re- 
Do I continuously? I don't continue. It's the first time this has happened. Second time. And this he is, can't even remember that. And this he is can't only, even remember. Well, do you know what? I'm the crowd favourite, so crack on. <laughs> He remembers that bit conveniently. <laughs> yeah. Crowd favourite. Get yourself some admin. <laughs> right, let me do my first fact of the podcast then. Uh, this is more of a story than a fact, but I quite like it. So it's all about a talking parrot that spilled the beans on a cheating girlfriend. We've done this one, mate. Ziggy the parrot. Stu- no, actually, I looked in my document before I did this oh, and I noticed man. that no one's actually said this yet. Uh, Ziggy the parrot told a man that his girlfriend was having an affair because he started saying, Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Every time the girl Susie's phone rang because she was speaking to Gary a lot on the oh, phone. Very right. quickly, then, you've got to claim Gary's your boss, haven't you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Then Ziggy started to make kissing noises. When he heard the name Gary ever spoke on telly. Now, this kind of got the dude's uh, antenna going. It got Chris's suspicions. No wonder you cheat on him if he's got an antenna. It made them heightened. And then the final nail in the coffin happened uh, because finally Ziggy said, I love you, Gary, in her voice. And then she admitted to having a four month affair. The saddest part of the whole story, Ziggy the parrot uh, kept Kept on talking about Gary to Chris, so he had to get rid of it. Oh, my. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, Ziggy, you've done yourself in. Can you imagine how, like, gutted, like, <laughs> like you think you're getting away. Like, if you're somebody, and I say this to everyone listening right now, and I mean this, if you're somebody that is having an affair or he's doing that in life, like, you're lowest of the lows. That's the truth, okay? Not okay, not a good thing to be doing. But imagine doing it, thinking you're getting away with it. <laughs> You'd be so bad. And being caught out by a a parrot. You're down the pub with your mate. It's like, lads, yeah, I've been having it off with this bird for like five months. My missus has got no idea. Next week in the pub, mate, the parrot, literally the parrot has given it away. Bloody Ziggy's giving it away, isn't he? Yeah. Connor, you would be horrendous, mate, at the life admin involved in having an affair. I would be so bad. Honestly, I would... I'd get so confused. They'd be tra- I'd, I'd be tracking my path. That it'd be really bad. I mean, I would probably be the idiot that would book a date on the same day, meeting at the same station, and both of them would turn up. You'd have a Mrs. Doubtfire moment where you're flicking between two different tables, hoping that neither <laughs> yeah. table sees each other. Yeah, I would as well. I would. I, my guilt would be too much. I couldn't live with the guilt. Back in single Connor days, was there not a moment where something very similar to that happened? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I would. Five birds a week at the same time. I'm just, that's not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm completely just saying that for our fun. Uh, no, no. Yeah, there's been overlap sometimes, obviously. I think we can all say that. We can vouch that as gentlemen, can't we, Mark? No, never had an overlap. Dan? No. You've been married for like 10 years. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I, I, no, like dating overlap. I've dated a girl and then been on another date with another girl in the same week. You know? I know, I understand. Never yeah, had it. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, I've never had like Monday and then the next day Tuesday with another different girl like, that's just disgusting you know like I'm, I'm a man of hygiene <laughs> you don't have to not wash issue, in though. between yeah. you, don't need, you don't need to use the same apparatus you don't need to not shower in same between same what keep the same contraception on for the next day that's what I'm saying you don't have really? to I don't really understand why, why, why it's is that so... even coming into your head I don't really understand why it's so why dirty. It's one person one day, the next person another day. You just wash. Then, I don't understand it. Obviously, not going to keep on the same contraception for the next person. Like no, well I, I understand, but you were saying that you wouldn't do it Monday if you were going to do it with someone on Tuesday um, because it's dirty. I don't really understand that. But it's just a bit like disrespectful, isn't it? On on the woman. Well, it, dep- it depends who they are. No, you. Uh, <laughs> 
crowd favourite. You see where you see where this goes now. You understand? You understand? You're, you're playing, uh, mate. Uh, we know stuff about you that we will not air, but you are playing to your crowd favourite persona. Now, here. what stuff do you know about me? You are a dirty den behind the scenes. Uh, you're an absolute dirty den. I am not. Okay, I've I've got a flower in my Instagram bio, and that's because I'm a good person. You can't. Well, you can't just decide that yourself. Is, bless him. You can't decide that yourself. I'm a, I'm a good guy. I care for my friends, and I always smell really good. Why? Why is that a thing that you have to put a flower in your Instagram account? If that's oh, the case? I don't know. I just I saw some guy from the Vamps with it, and I thought it looked really cool, so I put it in. Uh, yeah, horrendous news. I think there was something in the news today all about parrots goading each other to um, say rude words. That sounds great. Swearing parrots have had to be separated after telling people where to go. This is in a zoo in Lincolnshire in the UK. Have you guys ever uh, experienced it with a parrot? I've never had that experience where it repeats me. No. I'd love I've, to I've, I've never had a parrot, so... But he was telling them to off, and apparently they've all had to be moved and separated because they were goading each other. Have you ever had that, Dan, where you've spoke to a parrot and it's repeated you? No, I've never... I don't think I've ever... Been that close to a okay. Parrot. Next week, Happy Meal parrot. <laughs> the, the Happy Meal's three months yeah, old yeah. now. Well, three weeks and, old. And or you're something. bringing in a parrot, are you? Yeah, I'd, I mean, if we, how much is a parrot? <laughs> probably quite. Imagine, probably a bit more than the tenner. You're thinking. Imagine if we bought the parrot in as the fourth host. Just replace that. And it had three. That's not going to bother coming in. Just tr- just teach it to say, <laughs> "Oh, Connor, that's stupid," and it will just say that over and over again. It's basically like having Dan in the room. Yeah, there we go. No, but he needs to do the bit at the start as well. You need to do the bit at the start, you need to do the, the three bits in the middle, then you need to tell everyone to send an email to info at baffledpod.com. If you can do that, then yeah, fine. You can, you can have a parrot par- doing this, yeah. Mark, let's have your second fact of the podcast. Kermit the Frog wasn't the original host of The Muppet Show. Oh, okay. So, Nigel, the orchestra conductor, hosted the very first episode, the pilot of The Muppet Show. But they dropped him because he was, and I quote, too wimpy. And he eventually has been downgraded to not even only the orchestra conductor, but to a non-speaking role. Hold on, hold on, hold on, right? Imagine, Dan, imagine, yeah, you host this podcast, right? You, you know, you've got the important words to say and you get dropped from that and replaced with... Is it an animation, Kermit? No, Kermit's... No, a, he's a puppet. He's, he's, a, he's a Muppet, isn't he? So an actual person was replaced with a puppet? No, no Nigel no, was Nigel, also no, a Muppet. No. Oh, a Muppet? Or yeah, a puppet? that's what they are, a Muppet. Oh, is it... Oh, somebody who controls a puppet's a Muppet? No, they're a puppeteer. No, th- like, actual... Nigel was also a puppet, a... but puppets aren't called puppets when they're Muppets, they're called Muppets, so he was the character. Sorry, what? Nigel was a puppet. Nigel is a Muppet, is another Muppet character. Who's right. a Muppet? Let me just quickly go... What, let, like Kermit, let me just Miss go Piggy. back to... Let me just go back five steps here. Connor, do you know who the Muppets are? The Muppets? Yes. No. Sorry? Is that Kermit the Frog? Oh, is that Kermit the Frog's gang? Yes. Right, got you. Right, yeah, I thought I thought, <laughs> I thought a Muppet guy. was the person that controls the puppet, and I thought that is unfortunate. No, oh no, the the, the Muppets are the the characters, right? In Kermit sort the Frog's like, gang, you know, like like you got like G Unit. <laughs> oh, you make you got like G Unit <laughs> Fifty Cent's part of that. I love the fact that it's. I mean, that's such a dated reference. Okay, so S Club, it's like S Club Seven, and one of the singers is part of it. Simple. It's like the group. It's like, BT- it's like BTS, but they're all puppets, yeah. Uh, name me one of the BTS crew, quick. Yeah, there we go. Jong Hung. Jong Hung. Nigel. I was thinking, what an unfortunate tale of events if you was a puppeteer, but you was known as the Muppet. I mean, that is a real shame, isn't it? 
But I'm, they're not famous enough that you know what they are. Right, so anyway, so the Muppets... So yeah, so Nigel was the original one, and then they dropped him because he was too wimpy, and then uh, Kermit came in and hosted it. Kermit's, no, Kermit's hardly some huge bastion of courage, is he? He's hardly a big burly dude. He's, he's quite wimpy. I mean, how wimpy was Nigel in the pilot? What I also love about this is that Nigel is a character. So rather than just going, well, clearly Nigel's not up for the job, we should move him out for Kermit, they could have just gone, well, let's just rewrite Nigel's role. Let's just make him less wimpy. But so they went, nope, nope, that is that is what he is. You're clearly out. he can't be anymore. Bring a frog in. Bring the it. frog in. Yeah. Come on. Get the frog. Get him in here. It's your moment. Dan, you look confused. No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, I was checking. I was... Pre-preparing for my next fact, oh, it's, I apologize. Okay, but this has to stop. I see this quite a lot. When we're on a fact, we're on a fact. I can see the light coming on your face, Dan, on this Zoom call when you're Googling and doing other stuff. We're on the fact right now. We're talking about Kermit the Frog. No, I know. But no, 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 no. This is your no. downfall. You keep no, coming at me about my downfalls. This is yours. We are on the fact. Is... It's Mark's time right now, and you're not giving him the time he needs. Right, well, this is production. The reason no, that there are three no, of us... Leaving it as no. production... No, the, the reason there are three of us, Connor, is because this can happen. So when you do one thing, I can pick up the slack. When I'm doing something, you can pick up what the slack. What slack am I picking up? Well, <laughs> as in the slack when I'm doing this. I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not getting your slack. Well, that's literally your job. Anyway, yeah, Kermit the Frog. Incredible. I love this. It's like the uh, Only Fools and Horses story, isn't it, that David Jason actually filled in for Del Boy. I don't believe half of these stories. Like, no, there's yeah, a new did. story like this comes yeah, it's up true. all the time. And also, uh, Richard Osman from Pointless was never meant to be on the show. He was purely the show executive. He was the one who was like getting the show commissioned. Yeah. And they went, oh, we need someone for that role. Richard, do you want to do it? And he's never looked back. Because, again, with, with, with this whole being dropped thing, Only Fools and Horses, the uh, actual original Del Boy is the policeman who is in the later episodes. He, That's a shame, isn't can it? Can you imagine the feeling? Of like 20 years after Only Falls and Horses was released, you was meant to be Del Boy. Instead, you got given the two-part episode of The Police Officer. Yeah, that no one knows. And no one actually cares. And David Jason's now an absolute legend in the UK entertainment industry. Incredible. Never miss your opportunities, boys. No, sad times. Bill Nighy wasn't meant to be in love, actually, either, was he? As the rock star. I think he just turned up for the read-through to to help a mate out. So there you go. There you go. Uh, These things always happen. Connor, what's your second fact of the podcast? Okay, I'm anxious. Why are you anxious, Connor? Because I really, really now am getting myself worried that this has been said before. And if I have two in one episode, then I might as well not be here. I won't be invoicing. Mm. Well, we've got... (laughs) The first thing you'll be doing is invoicing. We'll have a parrot standing by. Uh, It's okay. What's your second fact? I'm going to wait for the reactions here. The first iPhone wasn't made by Apple. Okay, very good. good Yeah, who was it made by? Good facts. Okay, right. So the first mobile device... To be called an iPhone was made by a company, C-I-S-C-O, Cisco. Cisco. Right. C-I-S-C-O. I have to do a lot of spelling on, on here, don't I? Off the th- it was actually the same Cisco that sung the thong song. Right, yes. Yeah, so Cisco, <laughs> not Apple. It allowed the user to use the voice functions of Skype without a computer. Apple announced its own product just 22 days later, obviously knowing what they were doing. And Cisco sued for trademark infringement. The lawsuit was ultimately settled out of court and both companies were allowed to keep using the name. However, you've probably never heard of the Cisco iPhone. What I love about this as well is it's obviously the power of Apple. They've obviously sat there and gone, iPhone's a good name. We don't really care if we have to pay any money because we're worth... I mean, when the iPhone come out... It's cheaper than sitting in a room coming up with a new name, isn't it? when the iPhone come out, there was 
so many computers that were already released. They were worth probably billions already. They were like, listen, this company's tiny. We'll take the name, settle it outside of court, probably threw loads of money at them and done. But that's not how it, that can't be how it happened because they had the iMac, the iTouch that have gone on for years. If If Apple are making a phone, logic says... Let's call it the iPhone. It's not trademark, so Logic says they can do whatever they want if you're another company, right? I feel like Cisco are probably more in the wrong here, yeah. which is why it got settled out of court. Because if Cisco knew that they were the original and they were the only ones that could use iPhone, then they would never have but settled out of court. clever for Cisco? It's clever. It's clever play, isn't it? I mean, they, I can't imagine they walked away with not a lot. I can imagine they had some money go their way. Yeah, it was probably dro- probably had some cash, didn't they? Some cash, um, dollar, dollar thrown it, in there. It is interesting, you know, that that the first iPhone wasn't actually made by Apple. It's pretty incredible, really. I got the original iPod Touch in place of the iPhone when it came out in 2007, and it was amazing because back then you couldn't upload any of your own apps on it. You can do anything like that. You could only do what they gave you, and there, it was very, very limited. So like wildfire around our school with the rumours of how you would jailbreak it. Yes. And it was like very deep. Yeah. It, like to me, it was like logging on the dark web, yeah. like using the onion router, like how I had to jailbreak my phone. And literally the only thing I, I, I managed to do when you could then install apps that other people had made is just turn my phone into a talk. This is, that was literally This it. is a massive, <laughs> this is a massive shout as well to both you two and anyone listening. If you have the original iPhone, you are talking the first ever iPhone in good condition with the original box, then, you, you know, you've, you've got some lottery there. They are worth who, fortunes. Who, why are they worth it? Who's because nobody, it? like I had the first iPhone and it, I smashed it to pieces and didn't look after it. It was just like, you know, over the times of using phones. But there's, there's, so the original iPhones, the first ever ones made, first generation, in the box, un, unopened, so you're talking original plastic seal, are worth thousands and thousands and thousands of Why pounds. Why would you have bought Who's an iPhone that, originally and gone that? For this reason, you think all the tech heads out there that probably thought one investment. day, investment, like there's a guy on YouTube that unboxed one, he spent like eight grand on the iPhone that he thought was the original one to unbox it on his video, and it was a fake. Uh, you you love your Apple, don't you, Connor? You're, yeah, you're I'm, I'm one of those proper, like, you know, pretentious, only Apple guys. But I can admit that I love Apple. I, I think Mark does as well. I always see Mark with Apple. I think they're the best. I don't think you can beat yeah, them. Yeah, I went through a stage of loving them. I love their, I love the, oh man, this is, I love the MacBooks, but I've just made the move away from, I, well, last year, made the move away from an iPhone like to a Samsung. in parallel. And it's been the best thing ever. No, no, I don't because think you're, no, because you're also vegan. I think it's all a myth. I think it's all a myth. Like this idea that like, no, I hang around he's with also Apple. vegan. And I find that a lot of the time, people that are vegan have androids. It kind of works parallel. Yeah, they, they, no, they've made I, one I bad life decision. decision. They might as well make two. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had Apple for a long time. And I've never looked back. Never looked back. Until you started eating tofu. Change... Tofu's great, by the way. Tofu is horrific. It's horrific, mate. It tastes right. like cardboard. I don't mind people being vegetarian. Neither do I. I don't mind people being vegan. Yeah, I'm with but you. people who claim that tofu doesn't taste like yeah. are just lying to themselves yeah. and they're lying to the world. Yeah, I agree. You've never had your tofu made right then. Oh, tofu is great when it's made right. I'll grant you, on its own, it can be a little bit strange, like a little bit like, like alien fat. There's nothing imagine. to it, mate. Doesn't matter what you do with that. Like, I've been in restaurants before. Char grilled tofu. Have a day off, mate. It literally yeah. tastes like bogey. Where are you, where are you having char grilled tofu? Oh, I think it was in like a, um, a Vietnamese restaurant. They were like doing oh, <laughs> soy flavored tofu. No, it's just shit. It's just goop. You also you realising this is 
this is the the food of the Vietnamese. It's like you you wondering, oh, that's all fucking shit. This all what's what this? What's this, food, what's this garbage you're cracking the on food with? Food of the Vietnamese is not tofu. No, but it's one of their cuisine. Yeah, well, all right. Well, sorry if the Vietnamese head of cuisine's listening, but tofu <laughs> tastes like shit. Uh, it was like you walking into Mexico and going, oh, what are you carrying on with this fajitas like? How is you never that? been to Oaxaca? No. Oh, this, Maybe worried about these fajitas you've got going on here. <laughs> well, it's like it's like going to an American restaurant and they're barbecuing tofu. It still tastes just terrible, mate. And you're the sort of people that are out there like up the tofu. No. Uh, yeah. No, mate. You know it's bad. Just admit it's bad. I need to get my protein somehow. Just can we just cut <laughs> off the zoom? Hang on, Buzzy. You're talking about genuinely on the zoom or in real life here? Because I know people. <laughs> One phone call, Connor. That's all I'm saying. One phone call. How are you, the nation's favourite? When you're so when you're so mean to me about this this plea that I'm trying to save right, the no, world. No, 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 no. Right, listen to me. I am backing you with the. I I really respect the fact that you can be vegan. I think that's a hard thing to I do. I mean, I'm not I'm not vegan. No, vegetarian fair, or whatever. So. And the fact that you follow through with it, mate, I think is fantastic. We've had this chat before. We know that Connor knows a lot about following through. Yeah, so. and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I genuinely, yeah, because I've got banging IBS. There we go. Connor has IBS. Connor has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is, is I respect what you're doing, and that's great. But you do find a lot of the time that people that are vegetarian and vegan also have androids. <laughs> Is it only Connor? They're a bit out. There's a link. They're a bit out. There's a link. They're a bit out of the circle in a good way. They're independent. You know, if you wear shorts like you did last week, Dan, you're out of that circle, bud. I tell you what is independent: your your trouser bottoms from the floor. <laughs> yeah. Connor, what what country is Hanoi the capital of? I don't know. Hungary. Mark, what is it the capital Vietnam. of? Vietnam. No, you mean Vietnamese. That's it. Do you want to hear one of my best jokes ever? I told you the best joke ever last week. No, no. Just before we move on, and everyone will love this. Yeah. What's the capital of Hungary? I don't know what is the capital of Hungary. H. Starving. It's not even. That's not even a joke. <laughs> Such a good one-liner. Right, last week, Dan, talking of jokes, you brought up this first ever joke. Mark, please come on. Can no, I Mark, me? don't no. explain the joke got- to him. You need to know the joke. No, the joke is the joke is very funny. I will repeat it again. Last week. I gave you the greatest joke in history, the world's oldest joke, which is something which never occurred since time immemorial. A young man did not fart in her husband's lap. Greatest joke ever. Me and Mark, we've been WhatsApping each other, aside from the the Baffled Pod WhatsApp. Just been like, I cannot believe the wordplay involved in that joke. The word that's coming out of your mouth is gibberish. Immemorial. What is that? That's not even a word. Look, if I need to explain it, you're never going to get it. I'm getting really, really, really. Do you want me to explain? Yeah, no, he right. does not, Mark. No, I'm being honest with you. It's actually really, really frustrating me now. I've okay. Googled it so many no, times. No, I've Mark. used Yahoo and Bing and not one answer. No. <laughs> None of them. Why not? Is it you've used Yahoo and Bing but not Google at Can any someone point? just tell me? Like, what no. does it mean? Mark, please, you can't. I'm going to move on with my second fact of the podcast now. I um, feel mean. In the 14th century... Navies, navies and sailors would catapult beehives onto enemy boats to clear the decks. I literally have never cared less about a fact in my life following the joke thing. I mean, that's gone in one ear and out the other. How good I'm is that, though? I'm jokes. They oh, would yeah, chuck they fire beehives. Hilarious. They would, chuck a, swarm. they would chuck a swarm of bees. Someone's been a vegan over there. Yeah, and, yeah. And it would, it would save the bees. It would clear everything. It would clear the deck. That is <laughs> a good idea. That is actually a pretty strong idea. So, yeah, the beehive hits the deck, bees go flying everywhere, they start running off and you're just pinging them off with your, with your, with your one-shot shotgun. Energy no, rifle. no, because you're not pinging them off because you're legging it away. So 
Oh, what's great is that them with the sniper. How do you run away from bees on a boat? You're stuck there, aren't you? Diving overboard, that's the problem, isn't it? Great thing that they used to use to do this, the weapon was called a Gatling gun. Well, a version of the Gatling gun, which was like a like a windmill, like a windmill with beehives on it. So you just slog and sling and sling and sling and sling. Connor, stop Googling. Stop going to some, I don't know, some strange search engine. Okay, I'm, I'm reaching out then to the listeners because you two aren't going to tell me because you can't stop them. If somebody can slide into my DMs, please, and tell me the meaning or the understanding behind this joke, I will be forever grateful. If no one has explained it by next week, I will explain it to how, you. How do you two get it? My mum doesn't, my dad doesn't, my girlfriend doesn't, her family don't. Like Normal people from Essex don't get it. It's because... Why do the, you the, the you, ability you, to no, get the joke? You have me on the ability to get the joke. Uh, I can't even. I can't even tell you that. I can't. I can't reveal. It's something, just something. Is it something to do with the grammar that's being used in it? The punctuation. It, no, nothing to do with the grammar. Nothing to do with the punctuation. Uh, okay, so immemorial, originating in the distant past, very old. Yeah, you're almost there. Something which has never occurred. Something which time. has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Is there a twist? Oh, it's just, I, I'd give up. You'll oh. get there. You'll no, get there. How about this? How about this, Connor? Us in 2020, we seem to think that we're right at the cutting edge of everything that's amazing, everything that's genius. This was back in 1900 BC, so almost 4,000 years ago. They got this joke. And you do not. No, it's obvious to not call it a joke. A joke, something that you just get, you know, like what's a pirate's favourite car? Ferrari. Do you know what I mean? It's quick, easy, and everyone laughs. My this word, what's joke, the capital of Hungary style? Hey, this yeah, joke, great. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be told jokes so I have to Google it 10 times. I just want to <laughs> know it. Mm, this isn't but, funny. But of course, you... it would have come from you, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm really upset. 
The Moments That Made Me with me, Roxy Nafusi, is back. And Series 2 has got some incredible guests lined up. Here is a little taster. People see mental illness as a weakness, but I think people with mental illness are stronger. I'm a proud gay man now. I feel proud every single day. So then I had to go about the task of trying to accept it because I wasn't going to get plastic surgery and I wasn't going to change it. You know, those moments in your life, it was like a thunderbolt was it really a big time the conversations i've been having have blown my mind and i cannot wait for you guys to hear what's to come don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss one of our amazing episodes they will be out every wednesday morning that's the moments that made me with me roxy nafusi find it wherever you found this podcast remember you can get in touch with the show if you want yourself a badge you want to get one of the exclusive Baffled badges. You're, you need to prove you're getting some poor sap to listen to this show. It's info at baffledpod.com. And that's what you need to do, where you need to hit us if you think you're the most famous person that's listening to this show. Uh, Mark, what have we got? Uh, firstly, update on badges. The first people have got their badges. I've seen some pictures of people with their badges, so thank you for those. Uh, we also have an email this week from another person wanting badge, Olivia Burns from Ohio in the United States of America. She sent me a message, says, I'm on a dating app and someone asked me what podcasts are discovered. I told them baffled. Uh, my brother suggested it to me and I love it. I live in the US and I thought your coverage of the fighting fire with fire fact was amusing in a very dark, horrible way. Uh, anyway, she, love the podcast. If you have any badges left, please send them over. Thanks for making my ears happier. Olivia. I'd like to know how the dating app is going by telling people that you're listening to this show. Do you reckon this Good. is a boon? I, so I've, I've sent her three badges. One for her, one for her brother and one for the date. This is oh, amazing. I, th- I, I thought it was going to be one, like, for the, one for the like baby. Some... One for the baffled baby. Yeah, may, maybe. Do you reckon we'll get invites to the baffled wedding? Depends where it is, wherever I'm going to go. Oh, also, she gave a fact that said uh, camels have three eyelids. Wow. Yeah. So there we go. To get all the to make sure no sand gets in their eyes. I uh, I have something Thanks, for you. Go on, Connor. Is it better than a baffled baby and a baffled wedding? I got a message on TikTok on one of my videos from from somebody, and they just said, "Are you the Connor from Baffled?" Oh, great. How did they know it was your TikTok? Because it's just you looking at things. Well, I don't know because they, but we meant, we spoke about TikTok, didn't we, a few episodes ago? Yeah. And they've obviously searched for us. I mean, I can't wait for them to find Dan's first TikTok of him in a sailor's outfit. But anyway, that's for another day. Hang on, um, Dan has a TikTok of him in a sailor's yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah. It's actually quite creative. It's original. I like it. But yeah, so she popped over to the TikTok. So thank you for that. Massive shout out to you. And also, we seem to be getting a lot of response in America. Does this mean that when we go out there, we're going to need security? I just need to know. Quite possibly, yeah. I, I think UK fans are being outdone by US fans. I have a little dream. And I'd like to bring you in. Mate, those are words you can't say when talking about America. No, no, no. I have a You've little... got to be very careful when you say the words, I have a dream about America. <laughs> I've got Please. A little, I've got a little vision and I'd like to bring you two in on it. And I just want you to get right now, okay, into this. Imagine New York Times Square with the baffled logo. And that is our next promotion. We're signed exclusively to Spotify. You know, we're worth millions. It's in, it's in Times Square and we're just there, us three, like boys. I, I don't think I'd last the plane journey. To be fair, do you know what? I, I, do you know what I was thinking? Get off with JFK, <laughs> go to LaGuardia and go back home. I get in Times Square and I'd be like, "Boys, what does the joke mean?" <laughs> and then, and then I'll tell you. Then I'll say, "Look, go to the McDonald's across the road down Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Get me my Happy Meal." 
Yeah, okay. if you uh, want to get in touch with the show uh, for anything, if you think of the most famous listener, which is dried up a little bit, so please do that. Uh, if you want a badge, uh, just not get that we're begging, but basically no yeah. one else has got in touch about <laughs> that. So it's dried up. It is info at baffledpod.com. And now it's time for our third and final fact. Mark, take it away. Stephen Hawking tried to find time travellers. Oh, so in 2009, amazing. Stephen Hawking organised a party for time travellers. Now, I know what you're thinking. You say, oh yeah, we're going to organise a party, time travellers, come on, over you come, and just weirdos and mad people turn up going, oh, hello, I'm from the future, look at me, I came from the year 2070. Because they're all a little bit camp <laughs> and full oh, of energy. Look at, look, at, look at old Laurence Olivier over there. I know, right? Leonardo DiCaprio. However, he was, like he was very clever. Rhythm, wasn't it? Of course he was, it's Stephen Hawking. He's a very clever man. But he didn't announce the event in advance. So he only mentioned it afterwards so that therefore no one would turn up claiming they were from the future. The only way you'd know about it is if you're from the future. Sadly, no one turned up. No one turned up, did they? No. Yeah, idiot. (laughs) Did you just call Stephen Hawking an idiot? Well, that is just foolish, isn't it? Lovely guy, obviously. I mean, you know, I feel for him, but my God, man. (laughs) Mate, his brain is five times as powerful as yours when he's asleep. Well, yeah, but to come, like, okay, you right. are aware you you do know that he's dead, don't you? Yeah, I do know he's dead. Yeah, rest in yeah. peace. But what I'm trying to say is, he's, <laughs> it's still five times more powerful. You are obviously five times more powerful than me. But to come up with that shit, you've got to be a bit dumb. No. Yeah, he's no, stupid. It makes perfect, he's obviously it ma- never no. going to happen, isn't it? You idiot. It makes perfect logical sense. I'm much more likely to take Stephen Hawking's opinion over whether time travel is possible than yours. I feel for the guy. To be fair to him. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say anything too bad, but, you know, he has some of my sympathies. Yeah, obviously. I'm not going to talk sick of the dead, you know? I thought I thought that was a great plan. I just didn't think he waited long enough. No, like, how, no, are, how are people in the years 3,000, 4,000, how are they going to know about this party back You're then? One well, this, well, this is the thing. Because of people like us giving the message out, someone listening to this episode of Baffled in the year 3,000 will hear it and will know to look up when the date was in 2009 and go back to it in 2009. You are just the, you're used to both these sort of people that support this crap, aren't you? Because it's Stephen Hawking, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a great idea. If I walked in and I was like, boys, I'm going to arrange a party, but it's for time travellers. Yeah, I'd, like, say that's a, I'd say that's a good plan. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, but also, 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 you've got to, you, you've got to take the very, very first thing of that, which is that you are not Stephen Hawking. So the same thing, if Stephen Hawking came in and said, "By the way, boys, there are these turned down chinos that are great," I probably wouldn't take his advice on it. But I would take you, his advice on time travel, your advice on how far away my trouser legs should be from the floor. No, listen to me, right? It's impossible, as proven by Stephen Hawking's. Silly, nonsense, never going to happen, obviously. If Stupid. It's, if, if that's... Then why did he throw a party for them? Stupid. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I, I understand just... he's one of the brightest minds of... When is it? The 21st century. Is that what they always say? Amazing. Yeah. But big bang theory, isn't it? But listen, that is complete and utter cobblers. I love the idea that someone has time travelled back and then just couldn't figure out where his address was. <laughs> yeah, the bloody 2009 sat now. I don't know where he is. I'm giving up. I'm going home. <laughs> couldn't figure out how to get an Uber there. What, what is this app? <laughs> I've got what are these rating. cars that drive on the floor? I don't understand these things. Right, Connor, give us your last fact of the podcast. You better make it good because you rained all over that one. I did rain all over it. This one isn't one of the best, but I just love it. <laughs> sell it. Sell it. Sell it. We'll get to Times Square one day. The cast of Friends. I feel like we've had this one. <laughs> Still earns around 20 million each a year. 
Ah, no, that's too much. That's too much money. Okay, they don't so own that much when the money. show this this is quite interesting actually. So when the show came to an end, uh, the cast of Friends negotiated a syndication rights for themselves. So that means they receive a percentage of the revenue. It works out at two percent from reruns airing across all broadcasting companies. So as you know, I think it's on like Netflix, isn't it? It's played on so many TV sh- uh, stations. I think E4 used to play it back to back. So since the much-loved TV show still pulls in around $1 billion in revenue, Courtney Cox, David Schwinnart, Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc and Matthew Perry all make major dough, obviously, and it's around about $20 million in estimate. I mean, that's oh, ridiculous. When you consider that, what, the show started 25 years ago, 25, 26 years ago, something yeah. like that? Yeah, 94. I believe it. I completely believe it. It's, the, it's still, hands down, the biggest sitcom ever made and will be and still is now. It's played twenty four seven. I spent the majority of my teenage years watching Friends. So did I. It's the best ever. But twin, it's literally like I mean, the highlighted bit here when I found the facts was they're getting paid twenty million for literally doing nothing. Okay, it was ten years of acting, but mad, isn't it, to think that you're seeing that amount of money going into your bank for a show you made so long ago? But I guess it, it's entirely like you can't hate on them for it. Of course, a can't. it was so good, but B that money's got to go somewhere. Yeah, I'd much rather it go to them than go in the pockets of people who had nothing to do with the show. But also as well, what you forget is it's still providing entertainment to this day, isn't there? Like there's kids out there, like one of my best mates, his little brother asked for the box set for his birthday. He's like eight or nine or whatever. Like he's fully aware of Friends quite young, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, is it's still happening now. Like if Friends was released now, it would be a hit. And it's just a hit for people that haven't, haven't, um, although they can consume it in a better way. Apparently when it first came out, you used to have one half an hour episode every Friday night. Is that it? Can you imagine not being able to binge it? Well, I guess it's the same as like... That's how all TVs used to be. (laughs) That's that's what TV shows used to have. What, half an hour every week? Mm. Yeah, you'd have an episode, like Gavin and Stacey was. No, Coronation Street, you've got an omnibus. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know, that's a soap opera, isn't it? But something like Gavin Stacey, something like Only Fools and Horses, apparently your favourite show ever. That was one show every week. I think Friends is my all-time favourite. Yeah? I don't know if you're allowed to like Friends anymore. 2020, innit? I think Friends might have been cancelled somehow. What? Yeah, it's yeah, too white. I, I think, it's too white so. and it's fattest. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Are we having a laugh? Are we now just shutting down anything that's been made before because it's got a little bit of something in it? <laughs> I, mean, I, can't, I can't wait for a very drab, uh, miserable tweet from you later. No, you, you can't oh, it's just the end friends. Of the world. It, was, it was made in a part of the... It was made in a part... A, a time in the world where things were different. It's brilliant. Yeah, I agree, but I don't think this is a wormhole that you want to open. No, neither do I. I want to get out of that quick because people will start talking to me with words I don't understand. Damn, round it off, baby. There are around 65 different species in your belly button. Yeah, damn, we've done this one before. We genuinely have done this <laughs> one you before. Absolute loser. This is the best thing ever. Yes. I got right. Can we now? Now everyone listening can understand what I go through. Did you see the utter attack that I got? Oh, spreadsheet. Put it on Excel. Dan, you've just done it yourself, bud. Do you want to hear some of it? As soon as I said it, and I looked this up earlier, and I thought this is golden. And then as soon as I said it, as soon as the word belly button yeah, left yeah, my whatever. mouth, I thought, "Hold on, Jesus Christ! I know, I know what's oh, happened." Oh, but but yeah. Connor, whenever I say a fact, if I've said it before, you know, somebody will just ping in my head. Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Obviously not. Mark, get the Google Doc because we it's need because it. I didn't. Ah, oh, Jesus! You can't get out of it, Dan. I mean, the worst no, bit about this is, mate, is that there is an episode going out next Tuesday, and it is this one right here, where you rinse me up, <laughs> you. 
attack me for my stupidity uh, and then you do it yourself at the end you know this yeah. is the best moment ever i don't want to sit back now i'm done I don't <laughs> i'll take it I'll, look i i can appreciate the, the sweet you're, karma of the, you're finished Dan. I, I can appreciate the sweet karma of the situation i really can no do you know how good i feel right now I, like, I, I'm, I can, going, I'm going out I'm, after for a beer <laughs> on my own Mark, we're going for a beer i'm buying you a beer i this can imagine because I'm you feel as good as this I, is brilliant i haven't done just, anything and i'm quids in i just i it couldn't happen to a better person. You, uh, you, if I you can imagine. Mark, I wouldn't really care. Uh, yeah, Dan. I can imagine. Oh, this hurts you. Went, no, look at his face. Look yeah, at his face. No, he is fine. so hurt by this. I would be absolutely oh. pissed. I would... He looks like the kind of man who suddenly got to the border of a country he spent thousands of pounds to get to to find out his passport has expired. <laughs> yeah. That's what he looks like. He doesn't know what to do with himself. I can't believe... Well, one, well, one thing, I, so I, I like it for the record to be noted, Connor, that it wasn't just me that went in hard at you. Mark also went in pretty hard as well. And have I no. said a fact twice? Exactly. No, he but, has, no, but have Connor I, just said... No, Connor just said... Am I the only one here who is able to remember the facts? But also, Connor just said... Um, Oh, it could have happened to a better person. Mark, if it had been you, I wouldn't have minded. So I'm just saying, look, I... I <laughs> I can fully appreciate. I can fully appreciate the karma. I get also. I get how good you feel because it's how really turgidly shit I feel. I cannot yeah. believe I've made that error. Yeah, Dan. Do you know what? Right. Like the thing is, is that the reason I say it is because you enjoyed the moment where I done that, and you could tell me about stuff, and I get. No, that I didn't because I had to. Bl- no, I didn't because we had to bloody fill for five but, minutes. But what you're doing now is you're trying to get out of this situation. No, there I'm, is I'm no not way trying out. to get out. You're you're I trapped know, I'm not in a to get small out. box on your own. Okay, you've got your own flag and no one's no one's flying it with you. What You're I, on your own. Mark, don't you love this? What, what I love about this most, I think, is that when we did the intro and you said you've got a fact about belly buttons, I went, we've already had a fact about belly buttons. There can't be that many facts about belly buttons. I wonder if it's the same one. Do you know what? But I didn't want to say anything because I was like, no, surely oh, Dan Connor was, would know. Connor was, this, Connor, was this your fact? Yeah, it was my fact, yeah. Right, do you want to tell me anything about it? How many volunteers for the study there were? Where the study was? What no, the different... On, Dan, go and actually have some use for this fact. Go no, on, actually, I made it sound better. I said that there was an ecosystem that lives in your belly button. Yeah. I sold it yeah. a whole lot better. I spoke about the 3,000 varied species, undiscovered ecosystems. Uh, 2,368 species. Um, you know, but but basically what you're doing now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow you to have this because it's quite embarrassing to all of our listeners, but you're trying to dig yourself out. So, you know, just... Have your moment, Dan. It's all yours. Yeah, no, it's fine. I've taken. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I've taken it, um, and I think that's probably a good place to end the show. <laughs> He's died, isn't he? <laughs> this thought it oh. couldn't have gone any better. You know, final fact to the EP. I feel for you, man. I do. EP. 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 Are we suddenly a band? Can I be the uh, rich one? I don't care no, what I play. Just you could be one. the drummer that no one remembers the name. Of. Oh, thanks, mate. No, Dan, go on. I'd like to hear about the belly button, mate. Go on, no, it's t- it's 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 time to go. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this week's Baffled. It's been um, an up and down one. I want to say, what have we learned? Well, it turns out hats can actually make you mad. Uh, also, Connor doesn't know who the Muppets are, and generally, we need some form of spreadsheet to sort out all these facts. Um, get in touch with the show if you fancy let us know if you've got anyone else listening we'll send you a badge or if you're the most famous listener it's info at baffledpod.com say goodbye Mark see you later Uh, say goodbye Con see you later bud I'm worried that I've left this on quite a downer so here's something light and funny to end the show with something which has never happened since time immemorial a young woman did not fart into her husband's lap we will see you next week bye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.